Today's podcast is presented to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you're going to get when you include an ad from Podgo. I recently joined as a member, and you can too. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And also, if you... Uh, do go and sign up then you know make sure you tell them you heard about it through us in the uh application thanks Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Okay, you go. You do the intro this time. Ta-da! Intro. <laughs> this is the intro song. Hey, I got nothing. You got nothing. Happy Easter. Oh yeah, it is Easter, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I and made some no- beautiful masterpieces of dyed eggs last night. <laughs> cool. Hey, we both have stained shirts today. Cool. Yeah, I just wiped my like artificial tears all over myself. Um, I don't know. I feel a cr- pretty cruddy. I'm probably gonna have to take a hot bath after this. Mm. Oh, yeah, I got in the hot tub yesterday. Took a break from cleaning and organizing stuff, and got in the hot tub. Justin switched the chemicals from chlorine to bromine, so it's super clear. It doesn't smell as bad. I'm like, yeah. we've gotten it like every day this week. <laughs> Damn it! I want to. Maybe once James is off, we can come get in it. Yeah, because he's about to be done with his job. Thank the Lord, because I need help running this shit at home. Although still, even with him work full time, he still gets more accomplished than I do. Right. So he's basically working two full time jobs, but I just can't handle it on my own. And like my house looks like total ass. (laughs) Like seriously. Yay, ass. Yeah. I wanted to do some kind of get together soon, but I don't know. I got the game room cleaned up though. That's clean. So maybe I just re- make a path to the game room and make everybody stay in there. <laughs> yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we I bought some new colors, some new crayons, and some more coloring books today since we were coloring last night. Did a sweet gambit coloring for Justin. He's working. He's got a, a wow coloring book that he's. T- Everybody else took twenty years. Like. Nobody's done coloring except me and Camille, and Camille just did like a Barbie face, so hers wasn't super difficult either. I <laughs> but a- I bought a I bought a Mandalorian coloring book, so I'm like, yeah, baby Yoda. Yeah, I have a whole stack of adult coloring books, but my dog has chewed the corner of like every single one of them now. So I'm like, I don't just know. cut them like little corners, like it's artsy. Yeah. Get some of those like edged scissors, like the pattern ones. Just make it fancy. Yeah. 
All right, I guess we need to start talking about the episode. This week's episode is about the mysterious Natalia. And I wanted to surprise you with it because this this story is so fucked up. And I didn't want to give details about it up front. And then you're like, oh, I've heard of this. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. I've literally watched multiple videos about it. I was like, I wonder if she I think she was on Dr. Phil. Yeah, she's on like Dr. Phil and uh, one of the other shows like that. I can't remember. I think it's in the show stuff. Yeah. So we'll get to it. There's some kids playing next door and I can hear them just screaming through here through the walls. Anyway. I can't hear it, so that's something. Yeah, hopefully y'all won't hear it. And the dog is snoring behind me. So hopefully I won't hear that either. Um, here we go. As reported by USA Today, Natalia told a tip, tip a canoe. Tip, tippy canoe? <laughs> tip a canoe? Go with it. I don't know, county sheriff's deputy that she came to the states in 2008 as a part of an adoption program. This is according to a probable cause affidavit. She also said that she had a rare form of dwarfism. Uh, I'm not going to read the medical name because that's, yeah. It's characterized by deformities before birth that include spine, hip, and knee malformations as well as ocular abnormalities. Um, so, yeah, this is about a little girl that was adopted. That well, I guess it didn't really explain that very well in that first. Yeah. Pair. Originally set to adopt a little girl from Haiti, the Barnetts, Michael and Christine plans were halted due to the area's massive earthquake. Later on April 2010, Michael told Dr. Oz, oh, so that she was on Dr. Oz too, that the couple was contacted by an adoption agency in Florida saying they'd like to pair them with a Ukrainian girl. According to Michael, it was a hasty process. Initially, they were told she was six years old then. Um, USA Today reports that Natalie's records ind initially indicated she was born in 2003. According to hosp Children's Hospital rec records, a phys physician examined her in 2010 and estimated her age to be about eight. So that was like right after they got her, I guess, or right before they got yeah. her. Um, it doesn't really specify. So she, they were told she was six and already right off the bat, um, a physician says she's actually eight. Two years later, the hospital did its own testing and approximated Natalia to be 11. So, already, so who fucking knows? Yeah, who fucking knows? However, in June 2012, they might as well just say because of her condition, it's just really hard to tell. Um, yeah. However, in June 2012, the Barnetts, with a court judge's approval, changed Nat Natalia's age from 8 to 22 with birth record records indicating that Natalia was born in 1989, making her 30 years old today or whenever this was written. But anyway, Michael says one of the benefits of changing her age was so that she could be lawfully admitted to a psychiatric hospital to get the care she needed. But what made the Barnetts believe Natalia wasn't a child in the first place? According to the Daily Mail, Christine, who is a famed par parenting author and motivational speaker, began doubting Nat Natalia's age immediately after the adoption. On Dr. Oz's show, Michael elaborated on that on their first night together, Christine was giving Natalia a bath and noticed she had full pubic hair. Later, Michael claimed the couple learned of Natalia hiding her menstrual cycle. Yeah, that's that's something. Yeah. Do you want to read the next few paragraphs? Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, there's obviously many cases out there of 
children yeah. having early puberty and things like that. Early puberty. Because, like, the youngest mother in the world, who's like four and a half or five when she had her kid, like, she had that issue. Like, mm-hmm. she had had a period from like age two or three or something crazy like that. Yeah. So, I mean, technically there are things out there that would be kind of crazy for her to have a rare form of dwarfism and that. But, I mean, to me. Or it could be interrelated to that. Yeah. Um, right. Hormones out of whack just because of her deformities and stuff. But, yeah. Um, but I was going to say I started at 10, which is semi-early um, going through puberty. So, I mean, it, it's possible. And then you never grew again. Yeah, yeah. I'm five foot one. And for in the in for Ian in the UK, I don't know what the fuck that translates to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really short, in other words. It's in the um, you're gonna have. All right. To- <laughs> All right. So according to USA Today, Christina also alleged that she became fearful fearful for her life as Natalia threatened to kill her and her family on more than one occasion. On Dr. Oz's show, Michael explained that Natalia was caught pouring pine salt into Christine's coffee. After she was confronted on the matter, Michael says Natalia simply put, I'm trying to kill you. The family took the girl to professionals for evaluation. While at the stress center, she was documenting Um, she was telling doctors, she was telling therapists, she was writing down in her notepad, not only am I trying to kill Christine, but I'm going to kill the brothers too. Here's how I'm going to do it. Here's what I'm going to do with their bodies, Michael told Dr. Oz. Something of a child prodigy, the Barnett's eldest son, 12-year-old Jacob Barnett, began getting media attention as a physics wonderkind at Purdue University, Indianapolis. He was featured in a segment on 60 Minutes and even gave a TED Talk. In 2013, Jacob was accepted to the Perimeter Institute for Theoretical Physics in Waterloo, Ontario, so the family moved to Canada, leaving Natalia at home. Just, just stop for just a second. Yeah. If you use the, what is it called, the the abbreviation for that pit, 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 poo, pit, poo, would be the na- name of that institute? <laughs> no, that's terrible. You need to make up the name of your institute so it spells out something you can pronounce. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all I had to say. <laughs> <laughs> Upon re- release from the stress center where caretakers agreed Natalia was an adult, Michael told Dr. Oz, we helped her get set up in an apartment near the town that we live in. We paid her first three months rent. We set her up with disability, social security, food stamps. I checked on her a couple times a week. She was fine. The Barnett's divorced in 2014. Michael filed according to USA Today, but divorce proceedings are only the beginning of the- his courtroom headaches. Natalia got evicted from her Lafayette apartment and told authorities she hasn't seen her parents since their move up north. Meanwhile, a neighbor said that the girl attended classes at Lafayette Adult Adult Resource Academy, but abruptly quit going. According to Dr. Oz, Natalia is now living with another family in Indiana, who in 2016 petitioned to be Natalia's guardians. But to make that happen, they needed her old birth records, and that process required contacting the Barnett's. Michael said he showed up at the guardianship hearing with several of Natalia's past healthcare professionals and documentations, and the judge ruled that Natalia was indeed an adult. The case was dismissed. 
Well, and what can, just, sorry. I can read the rest, but um, I just I I guess the reason this got so much attention is because people are torn. Like it's a real divide there. Some people are like the parent, the adopted parents just ditched this kid or whatever, and some people believe that they just kind of made that shit up or or they believed it and tried to make it so regardless. Yeah. So that they could ditch her because they were having problems with her and I get that. But why didn't they go through legal the proper legal channels and just take her and say we don't want her anymore or whatever. I mean that's hard yeah. too, but just leaving her somewhere? Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I mean to me, you adopted this girl. She's already been with you quite a few, you know, several years. Whether she's 22 or not, she obviously needed help. Yeah. And, I mean... Also, but it's like some people are split on it and some people, you know, blame the parents and think poorly of them for doing what they did. But then there's other people that think she's straight up a scammer. Yeah. The, The girl. That's... I mean, it's... Can, can you really be 100% sure? I mean, the fact that so many different doctors have claimed she's not an adult. Yeah. At this point, like, how can you be sure? How can you just be like, well, let's hope it's right that she's 22. Yeah. And just leave this kid that potentially could be like 10 years old. Yeah. Alone to live yeah. in the world. And I mean, she obviously needs care anyway due to her you know, medical issues too. Yeah, medical and mental. Yes, and I like, I don't know, I just feel really bad for her regardless of how how she is. Um, In what can only be described as a twist, Michael reportedly admitted to police that he believed she was a minor in July of 2013. It's not so. It's taken completely out of context, Michael said. However, day one, I thought she was six. Day two, I thought she was nine. Despite the differing accounts, the arrest warrant soon followed and the pair was charged with two counts of felony neglect of a defendant. On the show, Michael, a pumpy attorney, told his story and answered tough questions from the host, MD. He also said he thinks Natalia may not even be Ukrainian. She had no accent, couldn't speak Ukrainian, and had no memory of growing up in Ukraine, Michael said. Hmm. It sounds like the adoption system. We're like, let's just dump this kid. Let's get rid of her. Let's fake her age, fake all this information just to try to get her out. You know, it seems like they had to at least know something was up with this kid. Yeah. Uh, No matter what her age, they knew something was wrong with her. You know, they did. Yeah. It makes for one bewildering case stumping the court of public opinion to watch the Dr. Oz segment. Go to DrOz.com. I should, probably should have took that out, but uh, hey, if you want to go watch it, apparently they have I mean, I probably will. <laughs> huh? I probably will watch it. While the Barnetts have certainly had their say in the media, Natalia's voice has been missing from the story until she did an interview with Dr. Phil. She's painted you as an evil dwarf who's going to poison their coffee or stab them in their sleep, Dr. Phils tells Natalia in People's Preview of their conversation. They say you scammed them, lied about your age, and terrorized them. But Natalia insists that that it's not true at all and says she wants people to know her side of the story. During the interview, her hand is held by Cynthia Manns, who sits on the couch alongside her husband, Antoine Manns. The Indiana couple, I I can't pronounce Indiana all of a sudden, Lord help. 
The Indiana couple have adopted Natalia, according to an unconfirmed report from the Daily Mail. Dr. Phil seems to remain skeptical. A six or seven year old child living in an apartment alone for a year, that's not just that's just not believable to me. When you're a child, particularly coming from a group home in a foreign country, they didn't celebrate every one of her birthdays. I don't think she knows how old she is, McGraw said. And that's more along the lines of what I believe. I think even she does not know. She was not told anything. They didn't celebrate birthdays. I think she just doesn't know her own history. You know what I mean? That's honestly what I believe. Are you there? I think we've lost Sabs. Hold on just a second. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Give us just a second for technical difficulties, guys. Or maybe I can pause for a second. Yeah. And and she's back. <laughs> I had to pause it. I was like, in. You yeah, I, deposit. I, was, I was talking to myself like, how do you feel about that? And you're like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what stuck out to me, the last part that I read, when you're a child coming from a group home in a foreign country, they didn't celebrate every one of her birthdays. I don't think she knows how old she is, McGraw said. And I said that that's how I feel about it. I think she doesn't know her own history. Yeah. I think she really and truly does not know how old she is. Yeah. You know? But I mean, there's a difference between not knowing the exact date and time you were born or year and not exactly knowing how old you are. But you have a good idea. But like, ah, I remember this happening. Like, ah, you remember when Reagan was president. So you were (laughs) born in the 80s. You know, like, I I mean, granted, she's from Ukraine. So it wouldn't be Reagan or in Bush or whatever, but you know, surely there would be something she could remember that could help date her a little bit. Yeah. Whoo. Okay. We're almost to the end of this already. Wow. (laughs) Michael and Christine had charges dropped in 2020, but the state has filed appeals and is not dropping the case. So, uh, as far as I know, I looked up updates and that's the only update that I found. So probably due to COVID they're, their appeals process has been stalled out, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, they're still trying to go after them for charges. Yeah. I don't think, they, I don't know if they deserve charges or not. Cause I guess I don't know the situation, but if she really was threatening to kill them, then I can't blame them for not wanting her anymore. But at the same time, I, I feel like they could have as parents, Especially one claiming to be like a parent expert writing advice books and shit. You don't just ditch the part, ditch the kid, you know? Yeah. I, that's fucked up to me. Regardless, so I do blame, I, I kind of blame both sides of this. And, yeah. and blame on the adoption people because obviously there's some lies there somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I... I don't know what else to say there. Yeah, I mean, the most recent, like, the pictures of her from Dr. Phil, like, I was looking that up. She does not look, like, because I think one of the things she said in this article was, like, I'm 16, not a 33-year-old scam artist. Like, she definitely looks a good bit older in this this picture. I'll see if I can send it to you. But, yeah, I, I mean, some of the main pictures that pull up about her, she does look like a child. 
But at the same time, you know, she's got a period, adult teeth, you know, like, uh, you know, like something's really, really off there. And the fact that she already latched on to another family makes me lean towards she maybe isn't even a scam artist, but something's going on there. You know, yeah. or just it's going to be mentally dependent on people or having a family, maybe even just trauma from being in homes and things. It's just, it's such a weird situation. And like you said, I don't really know which way to side. I still yeah. think that those, those adoptive parents, whether she was 22 or not, they needed to do more from her than what she was, what they were doing. Yeah. They should have brought her with them. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me why they're just like, let's just throw some money in an apartment at this helpless person, child or not, you know, mm-hmm. it, I think there, I think there is some fault, maybe not to the severe level they're trying to charge them. But I, yeah. I mean, personally, I lean a little bit more towards the kid needed help or the lady or the whatever, <laughs> you know, um, uh, I kind of feel like even if she's not a scammer, the new family could be. Yeah. I think the new family could be trying to get things out of the situation. Especially yeah. since they well, like appeared been, on Dr. Yeah. Phil holding her hand yeah. and things like that. I don't know. It's such a whacked out situation. Um, I, but I think in this case, and I rarely ever will say this about any situation, but I think in this case, it really is a two, there's, you know, truth in both sides. Yeah. I feel like the parents did do wrong, but she probably was doing all the things that they said. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's not really her fault either because she obviously grew up in volatile environments and probably has no idea her true age. Yeah. Has no idea what normal life is either. I mean, there's a lot of people that grow up in fostering and homes and they just really don't know how to accept love and family and how to live a fucking normal life because they've never had it. So, I mean, I think it could be a mix of all of that. Like you said, there might be truth in all sides of the story. Yeah. It's just you have to view all the information and gather from it that this is probably, if they don't have her actual birth records, then we're probably never going to know. Yeah. Um, because there's so much conflict. But due to her, you know, deformities or whatever, it's, it's near impossible for someone to actually age her at this point. Like, I really, because we've seen it be all over the place from the doctors and and stuff like that. So I I just really think there's no good answer to this whole thing. Situation (laughs) just made me think of Justin. (laughs) I don't know if you knew this, but his social security paperwork didn't match his birth certificate. His mom put the wrong year on his social security paperwork. And, but see like they, most of him and his siblings, there's like six of them. They like, I think two were born in a hospital and the rest were born at home. And he was one of the ones that was born at home. 
Oh my Lord. So not only that, like getting birth certificates done is literally like off your own damn memory. So I'm like, you could be like a good year older than you really are. <laughs> and like, how can you trust? Cause like, they're like asking his mom and she's like, I don't remember. I still don't know what year you were born. <laughs> I mean, it's only a difference of a year, but even then, like you got six kids. How are you going to remember which one you birthed out? on a Tuesday on the couch. Like, I don't know. And, and damn it. How are you going to know your Chinese horoscope? <laughs> <laughs> true. True. How are you going to know? I mean, to me, it makes total sense if Justin's really a year older than he is. Cause he's like born an old man, but yeah. it's just, you know, you have any shout outs this week? Uh, Battlestar Galactica. I'm rewatching that now. You're breaking up hardcore and you're froze in the video. Might need to turn video awesome. off. Yeah. Okay. I turned video off so that Is we that can better? hopefully can do stuff. Oh, crap. Now you're and I lost her again. Okay, hopefully this, I don't, it's, I think it started over, but I'll have to piece it together, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know, see any waves on my end. What is it? Are can you hear me though? Yeah, I can hear. You. Why it's not showing any waves at all for me? It's showing a little bit for me, for you. Okay, okay. Well, hopefully it's doing something. Uh, so shout outs. You said Battlestar Galactica. Yep. Started rewatching that again. But more importantly, TupeloCon 2021 tickets are live. TupeloCon.org. Yeah. Come see us. Yep. We'll be there. I'll be at a booth selling stuff with my husband. And I'll be at the front, like always. Hey, tell Jamie if they record, uh, if y'all record like an ad or something, I can put it on here. Yeah. There are locals, there are locals that do listen, and a lot of the Alabama people too that um, listen due to the cases on that end yeah oh yeah i think we're gonna record something for like a spotify ad this year anyway so tell them how i will do that in exchange for and i'll run it till then basic till the con time basically if uh if i get my free if i get a discounted booth or whatever is it time (laughs) is it time for the lists for alternative and 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 hey bonna (laughs) oh bonna bonna fuck you (laughs) is that gonna be her new theme song i don't know it's just a new one every week okay bonna fuck yeah (laughs) there you go our, our list this week is weirdest celebrity crushes. I actually don't have a, a very many honorable mentions this time. Just one. I have a lot. But I mean, yeah. really, a lot of my celebrity crushes are weird anyway. So I just had to kind of try to cut out the ones that weren't too odd. Yeah. Let's see here. I don't remember who went first last week. So I you think go. It was, uh, yeah, I think it was you last week and then it got more confusing because most of the time we've been doing me first and I'm like 
<laughs> it really messed with me last week. I was like, wait, it's your turn. No, wait, no, it's my turn. I can't remember. Um, number five name, for you. Linda Carter. Although that one's not quite as unusual because a lot of people my age had a crush on Linda Carter. Yeah. It's just, I guess, since I'm a chick, I thought it might be an odd one to include. Yeah. And damn, she still looks good even though she's old as shit now. She still yeah. looks fucking amazing. So, yeah. celebrity crush Linda Carter. That's mine. Okay. Number five for me is Mads Mikkelsen. That is a... That's... um. Shit, he's the bad guy. He's the the Hannibal in the Hannibal show. Mm. He's like a Bond villain. He's usually a villain. He's in that new Chaos Walking movie. He's okay. just a. I just think he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I'd he's have creepy as shit, it. but he's You'd hot. Have to send me a picture because I can't think of what he looks like. Uh, um, I can do this. My number. Number four, Christina Ricci. I mentioned it, I think, previously, but I still don't care. I still love her always. Yeah. I just sent you Mads Mikkelsen. That guy. Okay, yeah. Definitely an odd one. I don't really think. He's okay looking, but not. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's the whole villain part. Wait, here. I can send you. Him when he was younger, and it might make more sense. He's beautiful. Okay, yeah. He's beautiful. He shut your form out. He kind of reminds me of a meaner David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> meaner looking David Tennant. Um, yeah. It's like, I could have played uh, What's His Face on Harry Potter. Um, Marty <laughs> Crouch Jr. Yeah, I can uh, see that. Uh, my number three. Is Tom Wait, Holland. did I do? I didn't do my number four. Did we? Oh, did, did, what was your number okay. four? It's, oh, it's because you sent me the picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. We started talking yeah. about it again. That confused me. <laughs> number four for me is Hugo Weaving. <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of see that. Agent Smith, Elrond, them eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Or what about the Queen of the Desert one? Uh, mm. Just he's good in that. I don't know, just Hugo Weaving's eyebrows. Yeah, but have you seen that that movie? Oh, is it Priscilla Queen of the Desert? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, he's pretty hot in drag. I mean, uh, it makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay, now to my number three. Yes. After I to skip you. Yeah. Um, Tom Holland, which I know I've mentioned him yet again, but he's really really young i'm f- about to be 44 I mean, <laughs> it even, it's even wrong for me to even say anything he's only four years younger than my husband <laughs> but yeah. but he's in the 10 like 10 years is kind of where like i cut it off like i I'm under 10 years younger than me and he is right at it so i don't have to feel as creepy and I just feel almost like a pedophile because yeah. and it's just, that's just like when, you know, when those magazine covers of the, uh, Matthew Lewis that played yeah. Neville, yeah. when those like freaking sweet ass pictures of him in like underwear came out, I was like, oh God, I feel so wrong. Like, yeah, but he's like my age and that's the same as your husband. So it's fine. No, he's 31. So He's a couple of years younger, yeah. But because James is thirty five, 
But P36. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I can't keep track anymore. I'm old. Yeah. Um, either way, I, but the Tom Holland, I thought he was kind of cute until I saw that um, lip sync battle where he does Umbrella. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I think that's God. where everybody got the hots for him. I was just, he, he killed it. And he looked amazing. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And that's when my, my crush on him developed. And I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen that video. Yeah. I could watch it every day for the rest of my life. Yeah. And, and as wrong as it is, I still, I can't help it. He's attractive. Yeah. And I just love how he, he just seems to act so innocent and sweet and genuine. Yeah. Like, in interviews and stuff. Like, I just feel like he's he would be a really nice person to know in general yeah um so that's my number three nice. what's your number three this time this one uh to me isn't weird uh but a lot of other people think it's weird uh alan rickman oh no 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 i love i know there's a lot of us out there that fucking worship Snake. alan rickman you yeah. know I mean, he looks good in like everything but yeah robin hood uh, metatron die hard yeah, the Metatron is actually where it started for me. Um, <laughs> out of all his characters, I actually loved him as Metatron because I hadn't seen Harry Potter yet. Um, yeah. But yeah, that voice, man. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Good I stuff. Am the voice of God. Number two um. for you. <laughs> the next two is the ones that are really the weirdest ones. So... Everybody, everybody I tell that I have these two crushes is like, what in the fuck? <laughs> Number two is Conan O'Brien. I've always loved him. There's a lot of people out there that love Conan. I don't know. He's so, he's nerd. He's one of us. He's nerdy. Yeah. But I like, I'm, I love the ginger walkability hair thing going on. I, I don't. And the he's ginger giant. Yes. And he's a musician and everything. I don't know. He just, I just he he just seems like one of our people. Yeah, and I just really like him. I always have. He probably isn't, but we haven't been told otherwise, so it's fine. <laughs> he probably. I mean, I haven't heard that he's mean or anything. So, um, he's really nerdy. I know the first time I think he ever had Shatner on his show, he he fanboyed out. Yeah, like I mean, fanboyed out. And here's the thing: he's been on my favorite murder and stuff. He's actually. Um, true crime person mm. he listens to true crime podcasts and stuff but he he did a guest appearance on my my favorite art murder talking about some of his favorite cases and stuff That's cool. so i was like yeah so conan if you ever listen <laughs> we please, want you on the show, come on our show. Because, and so i can fulfill my fantasies too just because it's conan. <laughs> um so what's your number two uh one of the weirder ones but I know that there's probably less out there uh, towards this one than Alan Rickman, but Willem Dafoe. That is a weird one. <laughs> I fucking love him. He's beautiful. You tend, to, you tend to love weird old dudes, and I like and I like the young ones. Yeah. Um, particularly love him in Boondock Saints. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. I think he's fucking brilliant and beautiful. That fucking mouth. That is a beautiful giant ass mouth. I like dudes with huge mouths though. I mean, 
none of y'all know what my husband looks like, but you might understand the, the, the crossover there. Okay. My number one, and this is the absolute most what the fuck one. Um, and you may, and people may not even know who I'm talking about, but go look it up. DJ Qualls. <laughs> he's I a understand that. Little nerdy, he's a scrawny little nerdy kid from Tennessee. He's been in everything from hustle and flow to road trip comedy shit. Yeah, new guy. Shows. He's in Supernatural. He was in Scrubs. He was in an episode or two of Big Bang Theory. Um, like, he's been in a lot of shit. But he's from Tennessee, and I've always had this... Ever since I saw him in Road Trip, I think, uh, I just was like, this my dude, you know? <laughs> um, I even have New Guy on DVD, <laughs> which is like the one movie he actually starred in yeah. uh, as the main character. It's a um, good movie. Yeah. But I just absolutely love him. And just like I think in the past year he came out as gay. And I'm like, no! <laughs> why, God, why? But that, that's cool that he's gay, though. I don't care. But Yeah, just for your own future hopes yeah. and dreams. Yeah. Yes. I was like, if anything happens to James, I'm going to go after DJ Qualls. Now I can't do that. Yeah. So, you but know, you can support him. I can support him. I'm totally cool with it. I still think he's hot because I'm weird. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, my number one is also a bit weird to everyone else that I've ever spoken to. Willem Dafoe, people can almost get because he's a character actor, but this one people are like, dude, what the fuck? Uh, my number one, I'm sure you know what it is. I think so. Can you guess? Guess it. I'm going to say it's Michael Caine. It is. It is Michael Caine. Whether he's Alfred or the fucking mentor from Miss Congeniality. But number one is fucking Ebenezer Scrooge from Muppet Christmas Carol. Even as a child, I loved that man. And I thought, Scrooge is it for me. This is the most perfectest man there ever was. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. But, um... I, I was just thinking. Even as a younger dude, he wasn't like, he's not attractive to normal standards. We need some super fan that can go back through our episodes and see how many times we mention Muppet Christmas Carol. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a bit. We kind of have a thing for Muppet Christmas Carol, which, by the way, you know, we just bought a huge lot of DVDs and that there's like a Blu ray of Muppet Christmas Carol, I think. Or it's either yeah. a. I can't remember if it's a DVD or Blu-ray, but we got a Muppet Christmas Carol. I considered keeping it. And I was like, no, even though I have it digitally, I don't need it. Yeah. I just sent you a picture of young Michael Caine. And you see what I mean? Even young. Oh, yeah, no, he was no, better. Or, pictures, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. He's just, he's it for me. So what's your honorable mention since you got two? <laughs> uh, I actually added more since we've been talking. <laughs> um, That's how it works. That's I've got three now. Mm. The first when you mentioned um, what's his face being a character actor, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, and I was like, oh, the the character actor that I love the most is Steve Buscemi. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I saw him in Ghost World, I've been in love with him. Yeah. Like I already liked him as an actor before that, but him as Seymour, oh my god. I was. I feel so sorry for. Like I cry for him every time I see that movie. Yeah. Like 
I just love that character. And I don't know, it made me attracted to him, even though he's, I admit he's fucking weird looking. But that particular character made me fall in love with Steve Buscemi. Yeah. And I'll watch just about any garbage with him in it because it's Steve Buscemi and he's good. Um, He's just a good actor in general. Um, And my other two are both uh, true crime related. Lieutenant Joe Kenda. I don't know if you're familiar because you don't watch as much true crime shit as me. He has two different shows. Um, And, you know, I've been watching a bunch of Discovery Plus and uh, he has like a one that's like Lieutenant Joe Kenda homicide detective and then there's another one I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head but he it's two different shows he's a real retired cop like a real homicide detective yeah and he basically comes on there and tells his stories and they do reenactments of his shit and I just I don't know why he's old as shit but he's so matter of fact and everything that I'm just like I love him. And also, they've got a young guy that plays him in the reenactments younger, and that guy's hot, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, then. Yeah, go look that up. Look up Joe Kenda, and then look up the actor that plays young young Joe Kenda. And then, of course, Paul Holes, which we've talked about before. He's one of the ones that helped solve the Golden Gate Killer all that stuff and he has his own podcast and shit and almost any true crime documentary has him on there to talk (laughs) usually Mm -hmm. and he's so hot to me i don't know why and um in the true crime community it's known as hot for holes yeah Uh, which sounds so wrong also hot for holes um but yeah those are mine What's your honorable mentions now? All right, you ready? I'll try not to. I'll try not to go too slow. So I've got Gordon Ramsay. I'll do. Wanna, can I amend mine to add that too? Because I love Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Crispin Glover. Oh shit! Yeah, I want to. Which add is that you know uh, the dad from Back to the Future. Him. Yeah, and we both met him, and he's weird as fuck. But yeah, Ricky Gervais. I love him so much. I love Ricky oh, Gervais man. so much. Can I, can I add? Eddie Izzard to mine then? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I love Eddie Izzard. Um, so. Jason Isaacs, which is uh, Malfoy Sr. in Harry Potter. I love him. He's beautiful. Yeah. I put yeah. Scott Patterson, which is Luke from Gilmore Girls, which isn't, I mean, there's plenty of people, especially Gilmore Girls fans that love Luke, but at the same time, like, I'm the age group that's supposed to be going for the three dudes, Dean, Jess, uh, Logan, uh, but I'm like, Luke, Yes. Um, this is probably my weirdest one. <laughs> Mary Kate Olsen. What? Yeah. <laughs> Not Ashley. Fuck that. I've always been a Mary Kate fan. I love her. <laughs> They're fucking weird as shit now. But uh, growing yeah. up, Mary Kate was it for me. Uh, Katie <laughs> Lang. That was reminded me. Katie Lang, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is not a me. Did you ever finish watching WandaVision because of yeah. Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, I finished it. It was something. It was something? Yeah. That's not a glowing recommendation. <laughs> I mean, it was entertaining by all means, but... Um, I love the concept, but yeah, there's not much else, nowhere else they can really go with that at this point. So it's yeah. like, well, that's done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so um, KD Lang, 
uh, 90s Katie Lang, not necessarily now. Um, Katie Sackhoff as Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. I love her in general. She's a great actress, but man, her as Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica is just like fucking phenomenally hot to me. Uh, Kate McKinnon. <laughs> I love her. So oh much. my God, me too. Uh, why, do we have the, why do we have some of the same girl crushes? That's just weird. <laughs> you need to watch Battlestar Galactica. Okay, get Peacock TV um, and start watching Battlestar. I do have that, but I, I just have the free version. So yeah. I don't know. Does that include it? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it just might have ads. Um, because I have Xfinity, like I, it's only like $5 a month because I already have that channel to do the the premium so i just do that pay five dollars and i'm watching battlestar again it also has heroes on there so it's like win-win uh but yeah kate mckinnon i especially love that skit on snl with the alien abductions and her character is that is probably what i find the hottest out of all kate mckinnon's characters <laughs> and if you don't know what i'm talking about for good god look it up <laughs> it's usually got ryan gosling in it Wait, are you talking about the alien ones? Yeah, the ones where they're like being interviewed by the FBI after they've been abducted by aliens. Yes, yes, that is fun. <laughs> That's the hottest she is right I, there. I know, I love her in the Ghostbusters, and I know people hate that because I. Yeah, she's the best part of that Ghostbusters movie. Her I and love Thor. But yeah, yeah. Or I love whatever his real name is, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, my next one is this one's not super like crazy weird but to like i don't hear a lot of people that ever mention him but josh hutcherson i yeah i can see that yeah um because normally people are like because it's a hemsworth brother playing gale they're like who gives a shit about PETA, right but i'm like PETA, yes josh hutcherson um i loved him in future man though uh just i love him in general he's a big lgbtq person and just i i don't know i love everything he does um, another, this one you're going to probably be sad you didn't think of, or maybe not, maybe, maybe I don't know, but Kyle MacLachlan. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah. Twin Peaks I, and I everything else. One, I wouldn't say he's in my top list, but. I, I think he's fucking phenomenal. Like he was in Desperate Housewives and like, I don't know, I think he's fucking amazing. Uh, also Zach Braff, which isn't super weird, but. Well, no, it's not conventional that. either. I've always loved. I've always loved them. But out of pictures, but I can't. They're not loading. Yeah. Um. But also in Scrubs, I love Dr. Cox, John C. McGinley. Like I think he's hotter than Zach Braff. I think he's fucking beautiful and amazing. I put Dave Gone of Depeche Mode, which isn't super weird, but a lot of people that don't like Depeche Mode think it's really weird. Um, Mika, I think Mika is fucking beautiful giant man um and christoph waltz is my last one. Oh man i love christoph waltz but no you just made me think of fat bob who is fat bob <laughs> robert smith oh like i've always thought robert smith from the cure was hot even now that he's old and fat i would still i would still hit that <laughs> and i sent you the pictures of joe kinda but it doesn't show that they're sending yeah i didn't get anything yeah, well, maybe they'll come weird. in someday. Maybe they'll come in someday. Or yeah. you can just look them up. Yeah. And just type in LT Joe Kenda. Yeah, I tried. I, I looked it up and it's just an old dude. Is that is that what I'm looking for? It's an old dude in a police uniform, yeah. 
That's something. And then, <laughs> and then there should be pictures of the younger dude that plays him mm-hmm. in the show. You might actually appreciate him more. No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> what? Okay. Maybe it's just me because of my weird trick on. He's just. I love the way he talks because he's just like. And, and he lied to my face, but I guess I told him, you know, like, I don't know. He's so matter of fact about it, like, and very blunt about, you know, talking about the perps and shit. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I'm just, I love yeah. it. He's a blunt old man. I guess we need to wrap it up. We're. Who fucking knows where we're at at this point? <laughs> the show was shorter than, than us talking about this. Yeah, shit. that's how it usually is. Um, so I guess we need to wrap it up. Um, and uh, hopefully we don't have to re-record this whole damn episode because I'm not seeing any waves on my shit and, yeah. and, and we had to cut off in the middle of it. So hopefully, hopefully it'll yeah. be here. So hang tight a minute so that I can double check. And then for the rest of y'all, sayonara suckers. Later. Come here.